Let me make a stopping time. Okay, let's go now. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R KyleJorgensen.us. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. Now it's time for the Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. So today we're reviewing the Clone Wars, uh, the movie. Um, like I was just telling you earlier, this movie was um, basically an introduction to the Clone Wars um, TV series. Um, George Lucas was heavily involved in the Clone Wars series. And um, along with Dave Filoni, he uh, decided that they needed to do a movie to introduce the series. Um, and this is what came out of it. I think from what I saw, they had already done several um, episodes and stuff of the series. And they're like, well, you know, let's use some of this footage and and do a movie. Um, it's a 98-minute movie. Let me see. I got my information here. Movie's 98 minutes long. Um, uh, it was published or released in November 11th, 2008. Um, it was released on all kinds of media. It was released on DVD, Blu-ray, and iTunes at the time. Um, not, you know, it was later after the theatrical release, but... Um, yeah, it doesn't say when exactly it was for iTunes, but um, it was uh, 1080p on the Blu-ray, and there was two versions of the the Blu-ray. There was a, a single disc and then a double dish, disc deluxe edition that had um, tons of uh, you know extras, and you could do a um, you could watch it, and um, there was a there was a a two panel screen. So one screen, one, one panel was the movie and the other panel was the actor doing the voice um, stuff. So whenever someone was doing a voice thing, they, they had a panel on the screen that you could see them oh, doing wow. the voice, which is sounds kind of cool. Uh, um, it, and it was interesting. It was released in, um, uh, it was released in Britain before it was released here. Let's see. Yeah, Germany. Was it released in Japan first? No, it was released in uh, Germany and Austra Austria. 
Australia. Nope. Yep. Australia. Um, it was released on August fourteenth, uh, um, two thousand eight, and in uh, the United States, it was uh, released on August fifteenth, so the next day. Um, again, it's ninety eight minutes long. Um, the uh, director is Dave Filoni. The producer is uh, uh, executive producer is George Lucas, of course. Um, and uh, it was interesting too because George put out a call to all of the uh, actors in the previous movies and said, "Hey, you know, um, we're we're thinking about having your character in the, in a movie. You want to do the voice part?" And he reached out and. Uh, he was able to get um, Anthony Daniels and Samuel L. Jackson to voice their their characters, um, and they mostly found other people to voice everybody else. It looks like. Um, yeah, so there's that, and of course, you know, um, Lucas uh, was in charge of all of this. Um, the uh, the physical movie um, releases to like you know DVD and VHS and all that crap um, were owned by Warner um, movies, but the rest of it was all owned by Lucas, um, including merchandising. And uh, the movie, let's see here, it may it was released with a budget of um, I think I saw eight or nine million dollars and in the first week it made uh 14 here we go uh first the movie earned 14.6 million dollars on 3590 screens um including 6.2 million on the opening day of august 15th uh <clears throat> and that's first weekend so the total earnings was uh, um, 68.28 million. Um, let's see. I, th I know it's said in here how much it cost to make it. Five points. Nope. That's wrong. I think it was like $8 million. I, I don't know where that's at right now. Um, but it was heavily, uh, it was heavily criticized too, um, because, you know, like, a, like we said, they introduced a new character, um, that had never been in Star Wars before, and it kind of messed up some timelines and everything, because, uh, you know, apparently she was alive during the first, uh, three movies, The Phantom Menace and all that stuff, so, you know, where was she then? Why wasn't she ever seen then? And why is this the first time we're seeing her? Blah, 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 and, um... You know, it messes up the uh, New Hope and all that stuff because she's alive during that time. Um, why don't we ever see her um, kind of thing? So there's a lot of uh, criticism about that because, you know, they didn't, they, you know, she was kind of snarky and, uh, you know, yeah. come ba came back a lot at um, Anakin and a lot of people didn't, a lot of the reviewers didn't like that. They were like, oh, she's a little kind of, you know, bratty little thing. She was just like uh, Annie. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. And, uh, I mean, remember, I told you she is 14 years old when we first see her in the movie. So, 
Um, so let's get into it a little bit here. So uh, at the beginning, um, in the Clone Wars and all those um, related series to it, there's always a voiceover in the beginning, um, kind of uh, like a news bulletin type of thing. Um, and we see it throughout the entire series. We, I think we see it in Rebels and we see it in um, other shows too. Um, where like uh, one of the admirals is giving you a, a, a news briefing or something. And he says, um, a galaxy divided, striking swiftly after the Battle of Genosis, Count Dooku's droid army has seized control of the major hyperspace lanes, separating the Republic from the majority of its clone army. With a, with a few clones available, the Jedi generals cannot gain a foothold on the Outer Rim as more and more planets choose to join Dooku's separ separatists. While the Jedi um, are occupied fighting a war, no one is left to keep the peace. Chaos and crime spread, and the innocent become victims in, in lawless galaxy. The crime lord Jabba the Hutt's son has been kidnapped by a rival band of pirates. Desperate to save his son, Jabba puts out a call for help, a call the Jedi are cautious to answer. So that kind of sets up what our entire movie's about um, there. Um, and uh, so then we, we start out and uh, we see some sort of weird octopus-like craft flying around out in, the, out in space. Um, and it uh, captures Jabba the Hutt's son, uh, and there's, it's a, it's on a crystalline planet uh, where we first see um, uh, Anakin and, and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. They're ha they're fighting a a battle, and uh, the pla planet's called uh, Christ Christophysis. Um and they have a very limited clone army. Uh, and some local forces that are helping them out. Um, we see uh, Rex and Cody. Uh, the uh, you know those guys are Captain. It's Captain Rex and Captain Cody. Um, and they're advancing on the forces. They're having trouble, um, and they win an early victory, which we hear about. Um, um, you know, Yoda and uh, I think it's probably Windu are mentioning that they that they've won a victory, um, and they're but they can't get they can't reach them they can't get a hold of them right they they're out of communication range, um, something's jamming their communications or something like that right. Mm -hmm. um, but before that, you know, Java, they're pretty sure this is before. Java and its interpreters on that hologram call to uh, Alpatine. Yeah. yeah, that's where they. That's where they tell them. That's where they tell them that. That's where they tell Palpatine that uh, Kenobi and Anakin yeah. are are just got a victory at this uh, Christophus planet. Um, well, yeah, so so Jabba is talking to Palpatine. 
my son, you must help me. Yeah. Uh, you must help me because uh, I'll give you access to trade routes or something like that is what he says, I believe. Um, and yeah, so they, they, we switched to the planet where they're fighting. They're fighting this general called General Loathsome, um, which is kind of a funny name. Loathsome. Loathsome. Um, uh, they, like I said, they have, they have, John Connery. You think it's Sean John Connery? Sean Connery voice, yes. Could be. He's not listed as as a person in there, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, it was a small part. He wasn't in there very much, but um, the most, uh, the most later on for the peace talk. Yeah, the negotiation thing. Um, yeah, soldiers. Okay. Um, so they uh, have this big battle. And um, what is it? The forces, they put up a, uh, a force field right away, don't they? Um and uh, Kenobi uh, tasks um, Anakin to uh, to take down the force field, and uh, it, they also see um, a shuttle that's coming in with a very important delivery. It says, um, and that shuttle um, they think is reinforcements, um, you know, more clone troopers or whatever, and it opens up and they all they see is a uh, a young Padawan named Ahsoka Tano. Uh, and uh, Kenobi and Anakin both assume that she's there to be a Padawan of Kenobi. Um, but uh, she insists that Yoda has tasked her to be the Padawan of Anakin. Um... And right, right off the bat, Anakin doesn't really like her in the first place. I think partly because he doesn't want a Padawan, but uh, you know, he uh, he likes to do stuff by himself, right? Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll call you Anakin. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Darth, what's up? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so they've they've uh, like I said, they've got a shield that they've uh, generated, and um, now with Ahsoka, uh, Anakin um, takes her with him reluctantly. Um, you know, after uh, you know a, a, a few arguments and stuff like that, Anakin. Um, Reluctantly agrees to let her come with him to take out the shield generator, and they're having all kinds of troubles because you know they have limited uh, clone forces, and um, you know they're pretty much outgunned, and uh, everything's behind this big shield. So um, they come up with a plan to um, get through the shield by uh, 
hiding under um, something that looks like a box or a crate or something, and uh, um, you know when the shield passes over them, they are they are able to sneak um, behind all the troops and uh, head towards the shield right shield generator right. Yeah. Um, we see a lot of battles with Kenobi and whatever clone forces are left. Um, and they're like they're not doing very well, but they're holding up their own a little bit. Um, they they keep retreating back because, uh, of course, the troops are pushing them back. And there, there's a deadline here because once the shield gets over um, the heavy cannons uh, that um, Kenobi is managing, um, they'll be able to take them out. They're close enough to be able to take them out. Um, so. Anakin and Ahsoka are on, are in a hurry to kind of get to the shield generator and take it out. Because um, once the shield generator is down, they can probably destroy quite a bit of uh, forces, right? Um, and we see Obi-Wan Kenobi finally, you know, they come up close to him and he finally um, uh, basically improvises a uh, surrender in negotiations with uh, this general Losum, right? Um, he he, he pull he pulls up a rock or something for chairs and whatever we using the force, right? Uh, <laughs> I've conceded the battle. Now we simply have to negotiate the terms of the rest. Yeah. It's kind of loud. It's kind of loud. Yeah, so they uh, kind of go through a fake negotiations and whatever, and, um, you know, they he wants a guarantee, but this loathsome doesn't trust Kenobi. Right? So... Eventually, um, they start fighting about this and that, and Losum gets up, and uh, you know they they he orders his troops to capture Kenobi, and that's when Kenobi uh, attempts to escape. Um, and I love I I love during this this part where Kenobi just go. Keeps going and going, like, oh yeah, I think some refreshments might be in order. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, and they brought some something in. Uh, yeah, I want I want uh, one of those robots. That thing's so cute. <laughs> that's that's the same rabbit ears uh, robot that was in uh, um, uh, Boba Fett. I think we saw him in the Boba Fett movie and we so we see anakin and ahsoka battling a bunch of stuff also they see a bunch of droids and whatever and there's a booby trapped area around the uh shield generator yeah. that uh gets triggered and uh um ahsoka the, ran in and he said yeah, the, wait yeah he said wait and it's some sort of barrel droid or whatever it's they look they're like barrels wicked. yeah I, I'm, they're wicked yeah, they're pretty strong droids, and uh, oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at that use of the force by by her. 
cuts and cuts off the legs and pushes them down the stairwell. Yeah. And that's when they fall down and trigger more traps, right? Yeah. And it triggers like a, a bunch of them. They've got these weird wires that are hanging up that are triggers for the traps. And it hits like yeah. 15 or 20 of those wires. And, um, of course, all those pop up and are facing Anakin. Um, and he's, you know, thanking her for the, uh, for the help, of course, because she screwed up and she apologizes and whatever. And, uh, <laughs> she takes that concrete wall down and he says, what are you doing? Yeah, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> um, they have a pretty heavy battle uh, with these droids and, um, you know, pretty much take most of them out. Um, but they also get Ahsoka gets, uh, is eager to get the generator and she ends up getting up close to it. And, um, they have to set these charges on there. Um, so once Anakin gets kind of free of the droids and whatever, he's like, did you set the charges? And, uh, you know, she, uh, she goes back and makes sure the charges are set and, and programmed and all that. And, uh, they, uh, they blow up the generator, right? The shield generator. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the shield comes down and then we see, um, Kenobi and his forces, uh, start to attack some more cause they, they know they're, they can attack the troops under the shield. Um, but there's too many of them, of course. Um, and you know, they, they keep retreating some more. Let's see what else. Uh, and it looks like, uh, they fight them and fight them and fight them and, uh, knock them down. And there's, uh, oh, Kenobi, Kenobi gets a general. Lifts out of the droid's arms. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, he, he kills him, right? He kills the general? I don't see it yet. He's, he's like, he's holding him in a headlock. And the reinforcements fly over. Oh, no. Yeah, he, he gets the troops to surrender, basically, because he's got the general. Um, and surprisingly, after uh, the, the he surrenders, Yoda shows up with uh, a, a group of renegades um, and an urgent message about um, Jabba's son. Um, and Anakin, Ahsoka, and Rex... Uh, rescue Kenobi, uh, or yeah, Obi Wan flies to Tatooine to assure Jabba that uh, the Ra that Rata, which is his son's name, um, will be returned yep. safely and secure, uh, and promises the the huts and, pro and gets promise to use the trade routes for the hut the huts have um, in the outer rim, and Anakin then. Ahsoka and Rex, like I said, um, go to the location that Yoda gave them that they think um, Rada's being held, right? Mm 
um, with some weird remote planets uh, uh, and some sort of tower that the that uh, looks almost like Jabba's palace, but it's a palace somewhere else or whatever that uh, they've got Rada in. And uh, this is where we see um, Ventress Assange yes. is is there. Uh, Isn't something like that planet with a sister? Yes, yes. She uh, she's close with the witches. I don't think she's I think she's like an adopted one or something, but she's not from the. The planet itself, maybe, but uh, yes. So she uh, and she's talking with um, Count Dooku on the uh, you know um, hollow phone or whatever you want to call those things. Um, and you know they're they're talking about how um, their plans going is is planned, uh, but they need to protect the uh, the child. Um, but uh, Dooku wants to. Uh, frame the Jedi for uh, for basically kidnapping and and possibly killing um, Jabba's, Jabba's son. son, so he can secure the trade routes um, for himself. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After a brief briefing in the flagship, um, you know they're all around the big map station or whatever. Um, Anakin descends to the jungle of Teth, which is the planet they're on. Um, natural stone pillars land, litter the landscape. Um, and they go atop one of the pillars and find Rata. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's a couple battles that happen there, and they finally get Rata. Uh, and he, he he is uh, sick for some reason, right? Mm -hmm. um, Ahsoka notices right away that he's got maybe a temperature and and stuff like that. Um, and they figure out uh, that they're they're being trapped by Count Duto, Dooku because they meet um, uh, Ventress Assange, Assange um, and. You know, figure out that there's something going on. Uh, kidnapped, and Dooku kidnapped um, Rada himself. Um, and he's using um, the, the the video footage um, to create fake evidence. Um, Showing that the Jedi actually have, uh, you know, Jabba's son, and they he shows he shows Jabba and puts suspicion in his head that uh, the Jedi are actually the ones that are capturing um, some something about um, one of the things that that says in the video is I hate the huts or something like that. Yeah, I hate huts. Um, so that convinces uh, Jabba that uh, the Jedi are. Kidnapping his son on purpose. Um, and we see a lot of... Since since um, Anakin and Ahsoka have been in several fights, um, they're starting to get along much better, right? 
they're uh, they're kind of anticipating each other and um, you know understanding what's going on. Uh, and Anakin and Ahsoka uh, escape with R two D two. They they run run around and find a um, platform that's got a a landing area, but there's no there's no transportation on it. Um, R two D two helps them open up doors and um, you know reroute people and stuff like that. And uh, um, you know they they get away out on this platform for a while, and they notice off in the distance there's a, another pillar that has a platform with a ship on it. And they're like, well, we need to get to that ship so we can get out of here. Um, in the meantime, uh, uh, Ventress catches up with them and there's a battle there and uh fighting and um what is it is it's it's anakin again that goes off to get the ship and leaves ahsoka and r2 at the platform and uh, droid troops are attacking from underneath the platform and uh ventress and droid troops are up on the platform all uh, fighting with ahsoka um And uh, arrives just in time. Uh, Obi Wan uh, is alerted by Anakin, um, and is told that he Anakin needs uh, reinforcements, and he arrives uh, just in time to relieve Rex and the rest of his forces. And there's a big battle between him and uh, Ventress. Um, you know, she's got the the double sword thing, and uh, at some point, uh, he chops the sword in half, so she's got yeah. two separate swords, and you know, that kind of thing goes on for a while, and um, you know, they're they're both doing little force throwing of each other and other things, and oh, please um, throw me again, thank you. <laughs> Exactly, and uh, he eventually um, defeats her, um, and uh, just as he's about to capture Ventress, she escapes, uh, hops onto something and escapes. Um, and we see uh, a scene where um, uh, I think it's Palpatine mentions to Senator Amidala, um, you know, Padme, that Anakin is on a mission, um, and she, of course, gets worried about it, and he tells her that uh, uh, Zero the Hut um, is where he he's at. Or, um, you know, they're trying to uh, return um, Jabba's son, um, and also uh, that Zero is involved, and there's a lot of trouble. Um, and Padme finds out that, um, uh, you know, they're having trouble convincing the huts that the Jedi are on the up and up and not doing the kidnapping. Um, so she creates her own plan to um, go visit Zero, the hut, um, to get him to convince Jabba that, um, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi are in the up and up, right? Um and she goes uh, and and kind of 
talks to Zero and, and whatever and finds out um, that Zero was behind the whole plot along with Dooku because um, he wanted to take over Hutt's uh, territory, right? Jabba the Hutt's yeah, territory. Yeah. They're both Hutt's, so it doesn't make sense. But um, Jabba the Hutt is nephew or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, and uh, and uh, Padme uh, is at some point is detained with, uh, uh, but she manages to, um, while she's captured, she manages to talk to C three PO because. Java about uh, the Jedi. Yeah. Dooku is still there uh, convincing Jabba and um, she uh, while she's detained um, her communication thing, uh, you know, the hollow phone, whatever you want to call that thing is beeping and uh you know they discover it and the guards activate it and it is c-3po and uh c-3po is looking for padme um and she ends up uh warning c-3po that she's in trouble um and uh we see a scene where um eventually c-3po comes in and rescues her and uh he's got some troops with him and stuff like that um, and they arrest Zero, uh, by the Coruscant Guard, it says. Um, and in the meantime, Anakin and Ahsoka have arrived on Tatooine, um, and they're attacked by guards almost immediately as they land. Uh, they call them Magna Guards, they're the ones with the, the swords that have electrical things at both ends of them or whatever. Um... And they they uh, knock down the first uh, round of them, and Anakin devises a a trick because he knows that um, Dooku's coming after him, right? So he he devises a a trick um, after they've walked through the desert for a while, and he says, um, "You know, we're coming up on uh, Jabba's palace, and we know Dooku's there trying to convince Jabba that." Uh, you know the Jedi are are trying to you know trick him or whatever. Uh, so he decides that um, they're going to split up. Um, Ahsoka and R two go off one way, and he goes off another way. And uh, he's carrying um, a pack just like uh, uh, Ahsoka was. Um, and du- Dooku obviously uh, finds Anakin. And they have a battle, and uh, during the, one of the fights, Dooku cuts through the middle of the backpack, and he says, "Aha! I've killed, uh, I've killed um, Jabba's son Rata. So there's there's nothing to worry about anymore. We might as well stop fighting." And and that's when Anakin reveals that it's just a bag of rocks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the rocks that are split in half and whatever. Um, and we uh, flash to Ahsoka, who we now know has 
uh, Rata, and she's got him some kind of swaddling cloth or whatever she's wrapped around her to, to carry him with. And R2 and her are um, at the palace, but they uh, get ambushed by some more Magna guards as they get close to the palace. Um, and she barely escapes um, defeating them. She, she has a lot of trouble. Um, she sees Anakin go by as she's fighting him. And, you know, hollers at him for help and stuff. Uh, but he doesn't hear her, and he goes on. Um, and uh, he enters the palace, and then Ahsoka is not far behind. Um, and they're threatened with execution and all that stuff, even after they returned Rata to Jabba. And that's when suddenly... Uh, uh, Jabba gets a call from Padme, and she has uh, uh, Jabba's cousin, um, Zero, um, tell uh, Jabba that um, it was all his, a plot that him and Dooku came up with to um, get the trade routes, and um, Zero was going to take over Jabba's uh, uh, criminal activities, too. Uh, and then we see, uh, not long after that, Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up with Yoda and Cody and all the other clones, and they, uh, triumphantly leave the palace, and, uh, that's kind of when the movie ends, right? Anything you got there to interject, Scott? Nope. Nope. That, the, the fighting is pretty good. Uh, she, she holds her own. She does. She's she pretty good. She comes up with ways to get out. Yeah, she's very resourceful. Um, exactly. And uh, she, uh, yeah, there's it's always there's always better um, fighting I think in the animated stuff obviously because you know it's easier to do fighting in animation than it is live action right um, so yeah there was quite a bit of uh, good fighting scenes I think um, not a lot I mean it was kind of repetitive when they were fighting all the droids and stuff like that but uh, you know there's some good one-on-one -on -one combat with uh, Ventress and uh, um, Count Dooku had a couple um, battles too um, and Obi-Wan Kenobi and you know all those different uh, fighting that's uh, different that's different it's crazy the one that they uh, stole or the yeah the one that they stole yeah it's a hunk of junk what they call it uh yeah so there's that um so um you know scott we already gave the answer but i had my question of the week um, um is is what is how old is ahsoka uh during the movie um do you remember what i told you she was 14 there you go 14 is the answer um um, but the question of the week has multiple choices. 
Um, we have choices of 10, 14, 7, and 17. Um, and I put 17 on there because at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, that's how old she is. Is 17. So anyway, um, that's our question of the week. You know, go out and on our website and, and answer it. Um, let's see. Let's push this button here. Feedback. Feedback. Feedback at kylejohansen.us. That's feedback. K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. That's right. So we've got that email address there. Um, like I said, you can go to the questions of the week, and and once you answer the question, there's a spot for comments. Um, you can look at the results of who who all has voted and see how um, the vote's going there. Um, we have a, a a link on our left hand side of the website for feedback. Um, it's just a simple feedback form that you can go fill out. Um, we don't collect anything uh, from you that's personal information. We just answer, uh, collect the information you put in the answers uh, for your for the questions. Um, and you know the questions are basic. You know, one of them is, you know, what do you want to be called by? And the other one is a spot for you to put your comments. Um, I I listed as uh, opinions, ideas, results, comments, responses, advice, or corrections. So we'll take any of that. Um, even, um, you know, if you, your opinion is against ours or you don't like us, whatever, we're, we'll welcome all that stuff. Right, Scott? Yep. Yep. We'll take it all. We'll, uh, we may not, uh, respond, uh, nicely about it, but we'll, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> no, nice as we can. yeah, we'll be as nice as we can. Um, I wanted to take a second also while we're here with the feedback, um, to kind of, call out a couple things so um i think last week we talked about or not last week the week before because we took last week off we talked about um how many people were watching or, or listening to our our show and this week on spotify it says that we've had uh, 12 different starts of um episodes of our podcast seven people streamed so the week before, it was like eight starts, and now we're up to 12. Um, we've got seven streams, six listeners, and now three followers on Spotify. Um, and interestingly enough, the, uh, the uh, um, Indian um, podcast website, we now have three people who are listening to our podcast Um and one that's been there for almost a month that's been listening. So, um, and according to the uh, stats, one of those people is a female, and the other one is a male, of course. And the new person that's joined is, or not joined, but is listening is from Kachindia. Kachindia isn't the name of the city. Uh, anyway, um, We've got that. Uh, don't have any other stats from any other places. Um, you know, the Google stuff is still the same. We've got five subscribers and um, seven different people have played uh, on our website. Um, still the same kind of stats there. We've got 42 impressions this uh 
last 28 days. So um, I think, you know, maybe we've got a few more people listening or maybe, uh, you know, numbers are starting to register. Um, you know, currently, Scott, we have done 27 plus this one will be 28 episodes. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, and I kind of I wanted to mention that for a second. So I split up um, our stuff into seasons. Um, you know, season one is Boba Fett. Uh, season two was when we did the re uh, watch of the Bad Batch. Season three is when we did the the prequel movies, all three prequel movies. Uh, season four was when we um, watched A New Hope, and I, eventually I want to go back to season four and finish. We're going to watch Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, season five was Obi-Wan Kenobi, all the shows for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we're getting ready to start Season 6, which is going to be what I'm calling um, a Star Wars stories. Um, so we're going to Clone Wars, and then we're going to do um, Solo and Rogue One, right? Um, which one of those comes first? you remember in the timeline, Scott? Uh, solo is actually before Kenobi um, in the timeline. Yeah. So um, by at least two years um, and uh, about three or four years after Bad Batch um, is when Solo occurs. So we're going to watch that next week and review it. And then the following week, we'll, we'll review Rogue One. And then we'll kind of reassess at that time and see if we have time to watch uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yes. I think we will. Um, so um, that'll be nice. We can close out Season 4 with those two and Season 6 with um, the Clone Wars solo and Rogue One. And we'll start Season 7 with something else, which I haven't really figured out yet. Because I think we'll still even have time before the next show starts. We're, we're getting ready to get into um, Andor um, starting. Um, and the Bad Batch is supposed to start back up sometime soon, too. Um, Bad Batch, I think, is in, is in September. Yeah. Um, but uh, Andor is supposed to be at the end of August, I think, is what I remember. Um, but we also could have... Um, that other show, the, uh, um, what is it called? The Jedi, Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. That's supposed to be one where they, where they kind of have one, one or two characters per episode. Um, and I think those are going to be, you know, we're going to get a, uh, we're going to get an episode dropped and then maybe a couple weeks later we'll get another episode kind of thing. Um, I don't know, but, uh, anyway, so that's all that, uh, and you know what? Going back, going Go back this episode or this uh, one, that was pretty. Uh, land on the planet where the uncle's at or whatever. Yep. And, uh, and, uh, and the band was playing out front. <laughs> the the weird alien looking guys playing the drums and stuff. Yeah. Playing yeah. <laughs> They were uh, they were having a, a party outside instead of inside, right? Yeah. 
Mom looked like he had a squeeze box like a <laughs> Yep. It's true. There was something someone there was someone on a horns too, wasn't there? Some sort yeah. of horn instrument. Yeah. But no uh, but no Max Rebo. No. I didn't see Max Rebo either. I was looking it's like, oh, it's a band. Is is that looks like yeah. the band that Max Rebo played with. And it probably oh, no, was no. that band, but he wasn't there. Yeah. He wasn't there, so um yeah. Anything else, Scott? No. Okay, so we uh we've got some news that I'm gonna talk about. So we're gonna we're doing stuff out of order, so we'll play the news time for the news. Um nothing big, it's just an article I found. Um I showed it to you uh, almost two weeks ago, Scott, where the uh six different empires that started before Palpatine. Um yeah. This is a uh, kind of an article that describes uh, major different um, empires or uh, you know rule, ruling things that happened, and they don't they aren't necessarily galaxy wide like Palpatine's was. They could be uh, you know only a couple planets or something like that. Um, so it, it's got six of them. We're just going to kind of briefly go through all six of them here. So there's the the Gossam. Curveyors is what this one's called. And the Gossam uh, people uh, originally came from a planet called Kestel. Um, and they're one of the first species to embark on interstellar travel in this uh, galaxy. Um, and it's mostly because they um, possess the knowledge of a um, drive called the Tumble Drive which was an early form of hyperspace travel. Uh, so they were able to travel long distances um, before most of the people in the galaxy were. And they attempted to um, create their own empire. Um, they weren't interested in um, uh, trade in their empire. They just wanted, um, uh, you know, like fruit and stuff like that. Uh, they were interested in um, trade and power uh, and they didn't like to fight so they would kind of uh, trick um, whoever they wanted to conquer into joining them um, by uh, you know any means possible um, but they, they tried not to fight um, the next one is called the Deo Bindi, Bindu uh, which we, we've heard of before um, and they're an empire of thought, knowledge, and spiritual influence, uh, as opposed by military power. Um, so this Deya Bindu is the first incarnation of what Jedi. eventually is eventually called the Jedi, right? Um, and they drew kingdoms and empires and star systems into their fold, constructed the first holocrons, had temples and orders um, um, on both planets of Coruscant and Kaminji. Um, if you remember, I think uh, the day Bindi, Bindi is what they, the um, in, in Rogue One, I think is what it was, where the um, uh, 
blind Jedi guy. He was part of that order, I think. Um, the Bindu monks. Yeah, he. The Society of Bindu monks was already ancient when they became the Jedi. Um. Uh, they came up with the uh, a symbol that was an eight-spoked wheel type of symbol, um, and it was uh, it was modified um, and used for the Republic uh, later on. Emperor Palatine removed two spokes and used his uh, used it for his crest um, for the Empire. Um, Who wanted to be original? Yeah. Yeah. Palpatine never was original, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> next one is the the humans of Empress Teta. Um and this is not uh, you know, this is not Earth or whatever. This is uh because we're in a different universe, so it's that's not mm-hmm. Earth. It's uh it's in the deep center core named for a mythological figure figure. Um, it was, uh, for the most of the planet's history, the mining guild controlled the, its government, and uh, the mining guild was co- controlled by the commerce guild. Um, and this is kind of where the mining guild and the commerce guild were, um, you know, trying to fight for dominance of, uh, you know, as many planets and, and such as possible. Um and then they came entangled with the Spice Guild as well. Uh, Empress Teta was home to success, a, a large success of human empires that tried to, um, you know, help negotiate with all those different guilds and such. Um, and this was also how many of the humans... Um, were able to, uh, you know, populate different parts of the galaxy um, because of the trade routes and different, um, you know, colonization that they were open to after they, um, you know, brought other planets into their group. And the Galactic Empire had a big, you know, Palpatine's Galactic Empire had a a big uh, trade facility on this planet uh, in the future. Um, then there's the Zygerian slave empire. Um, and I think if you remember, Zygerian is what um, uh, in Rebels, what's his name, the the purple guy? Um, Zeb? I think he was a Zyberian. Um, or was a slave of Zyberians? I can't remember for sure. Uh, Zygerians. Uh, one of the most successful empires in the gal- history of the galaxy. Um, uh, they, of course, uh, captured people and made them slaves um, and sold them to different places and made them do different things like, you know, mining and such like that. Um, Sigurian slave empire lasted for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, before being rooted out by the Jedi. Um, During the Clone Wars, they attempted to um, reestablish themselves, 
I'm hoping that Palpatine would uh, tolerate slaves um, and uh, you know they did the, the Empire did but um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker um, stopped their attempts to start again and then of course the next one is the Sith Empire um, and this refers to uh, what arose after the great hyperspace war uh, known as the Truth Sith or the res reconstituted Sith Empire um, uh, they built their empire in secret um, and um, you know didn't didn't publicize it uh, like the uh, Galactic Republic did or anything like that. Um, they focused themselves on a planet called Drum Drummond Kass um, and rebuilt and uh, Lord Vit Vitalate declared himself the emperor um, and they had a council of Sith Lords uh, that uh, ruled um, and so on. Um, the next one is the Old Republic, which is um, what's going on during um, you know the Phantom Menace and stuff. That's the Old Republic. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's led by the uh, you know, the Jedi are the keepers of the peace, um, but the houses of Coruscant and Alderaan um, are the uh, founding members of the Old Republic. Uh, it was the longest lasting and most successful empire in the galaxy until Emperor Palpatine uh, took over. Um, it lasted for thousands of years. Um, uh, it collapsed on itself, crushed, crushed by the weight of corruption and uh, loyalty um and even um you know corruption within the jedi order um brought down this empire star wars yeah so and that's um that's also uh during the time when uh the andor show is taking place is during the old republic or high republic they call it too uh, and uh, you have to remember that um, you know Palpatine was only only ruled for maybe uh, twenty or thirty years, if you include uh, you know some of the time in the new movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there was there was a time period after Return of the Jedi that it was you know. Palpatine was no longer around. We didn't know where he was, right? And that's about 30 years right there between um, Return of the Jedi and the, the Skywalker movies that started coming back. Um, yeah, the Force Awakens is uh, 30 years in between that and Return of the Jedi. <laughs> kind of the time, you know, Boba Fett and all those Mandalorian all that stuff we're seeing in those shows. Um, yeah, so. Like the Mandalorians and stuff, they kept, they kept 
separate and, you know, did their own thing. Yep. They didn't really, you know, go out on the protection racket. Weren't they mostly bounty hunters or were they just? There was quite a bit of bounty hunters, yeah. Um, and, you know, bounty hunters were, a lot of times were used to, uh, you know, enforce laws sometimes because they were, they would go after a criminal, you know, kind of like, a, you know, you always see in the Wild West movies, they got a, they got a posse to go out and get so and so. It's kind of what a bounty hunter was all about. Let me close up that news. The news. There we go. So, um, you know, that's all I got for all that stuff. Scott, got anything well, else? Looking forward to watching uh, Solo again. Um, yeah. I wasn't that impressed with it the first time I watched it. Um, I'm pretty sure that's one of them that you and I saw in the theater. Yeah, um, I mean, it was good. It had some good stuff in it. Um, and I'm sure when I watch it again, I'll find some, some good stuff that I like. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was yeah, just, I'll watch it. I'll watch it again. You know, I watch it this week too, but anyway, yeah. I, I just, I, I just ignore the main characters and I start looking in the background. Yeah. Yeah, there's part of that. I mean, I don't mind the guy that's playing solo that much, but I didn't think he was very good. Um, I, I really liked uh, Lando. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his What's his name that played Lando in there? Um, you know, and uh, rumors are they're still coming up with a series of with him in it. Um, he's just wrapping up a couple shows that he's already been on for a couple of years now and uh, they're uh, getting ready to start filming on some stuff. I think is what I heard probably next year sometime, but anyway, um, so we're going to do that. Uh, you want me to go ahead and do the outro Scott so we can be done. Sure. 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 Thank you for listening to the rebel Alliance briefing room podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkyledrahimson.us. That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn... How to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at rabr.kailejohanses.us. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. 
views and opinions are not supported or restricted not. by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. So you won't go outside. I am Kyle Jordan and this is Andrew Scott Seven. Say goodbye now. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye bye now. Hello. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>